Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. What are you guys doing out there? Love you guys so much. We're going to talk about marriage today, though. Is your marriage doomed? No, it's not. Okay. We're so excited about that. You guys know I've been married myself almost 15 years with four Bambinos. So this is going to be good for me. Hopefully I can learn something today, too. Um, To all of you guys that are out there listening, we're obsessed with you. You guys tell us all the time how the show is ministering to you. And I just have to say you each and every message that we get from you guys is an answered prayer. We prayed for you guys. We laid the foundation of prayer for this thing before it ever launched. And just to know that God is is choosing to use our show, it, it, it brings me to tears very regularly. So thank you for reaching out. You can, a lot of you guys are like, what is the best way to contact you? We go through all of our messages. I have a team that answers all of our social media messages. So when you message us about anything, we hear that and we respond. It might not be me personally. And just, I just appreciate your grace on that. However, we have a team of people that knows my heart that have been on this team for some of them for 10 years that are sort of laboring with me in this. Your messages will be answered when you send them. Everyone asks me all the time, you read my DM? I know you get to. Yes, we read them. We think that we should. That's being a good steward of the ministry. Also, if you want to email us, you can email the ministry at hello at autumnmiles.com. And guess what? We got lots of people that that email goes to. We do not let one drop, okay? At least we try not to. We want to hear from you guys, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much. My guest today, y'all are going to thoroughly enjoy. Come on, all you married people. I want you guys to give a warm welcome to Dave and Ann Wilson. Yay! Welcome to the show, guys. How are you? Man, we're, we're hey. excited. I'm so You're excited. You're excited. <laughs> Autumn, I want to be your best friend i need to hang out with you oh my goodness you know let me tell you something and when i when i leave the show i'll call my production team and i'm like guess what i just made a new best friend so we're best friends <laughs> we're officially best yes. friends yes let's go hang out let's go get petties after this it'll be so fun yes. <laughs> um okay so you guys wrote a book called vertical marriage you know and i'm gonna go to you first because you guys have written this book. And why did you guys write this book? What's the heart behind it? Well, it's Dave and I have been married for 38 years. It'll be 39 years in May. And we've gone through some hard stuff. And there were times in our marriage we didn't know if we would make it. And um, it's so funny. Sometimes God uses your pain and he takes you out of it and you want to help other people through it. It's like that saying that pain can become your platform. So we've been speaking around the country for 30 years. And some people have told us, you guys should write a book. And, you know, we thought, who would read our book? You know, it's just all these crazy, hard things and funny things. And so we decided to do it. And (laughs) it's so funny, Autumn. My family read it, and they're like, whoa, you guys went through some bad stuff. You guys are messed up. (laughs) We really did struggle at the beginning, and we tried to be really honest and real about what that has looked like, but also how to put God in it and in your marriage and how he, when you go vertical with him, uh, how he can make a difference. 
Okay, so I have to ask you about this. Most of the messages that we get in for our ministry is about marriage. My marriage is falling apart. What do I do if, uh, you know, I've lost feelings for my husband? You told your husband, Anne, um, after 10 years of marriage, that uh, you lost feelings for him. Tell me a little bit about that. And I would love, Dave, to hear your spin on that as well. well okay, who do you want first? Dave, you go first. I mean, it's. It's pretty simple. I would have told you before that 10-year anniversary date, which I killed it on, roses, <laughs> good good restaurant. I was Mr. Romance. And I would have told you on a scale of 1 to 10, our marriage is a 10. I, I promise you my wife feels the same way. We're doing great. Our ministry's blowing up. I mean, we're starting this church. I'm the Detroit Lions chaplain. Everything was just going well. We had a couple little boys at home. And I was just like, our marriage is great. We're going to go out and celebrate and talk about the last 10 years and just go on to the next 10. And then I found out that night that my wife thought our marriage was a less than a one. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I had no idea. And that made her even more mad that I was so clueless. But that's where we were. I had no idea that she had lost her feelings for me till that night. So Okay, so this happened on your 10-year wedding anniversary? Yeah, yeah, I mean, long story short is after the date on the way home, I thought it'd be really cool to go parking. Yeah. You know what parking is? You have to yeah, have to I know. That, I do. Look it up. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I mean, that gives that gives you an idea how good I thought we were doing. We had this great night. We talked. As, you know, we're driving home, and I said, let's go uh, pull in the parking lot where we're, we were about to start our church in this building. And I thought we'd make out and see where it goes, and that's when she told me. So I had no idea. Um, okay, so, Anne, what was going through your head? <laughs> what? I what? Tell me. Tell me everything. Well, I'll say this. Before this night, we had been fighting a lot because, and and it was really fulfilling this dream we had to to start this church. And Dave was traveling with the lions. Um, we when we're busy, you know, we've got a four year old and a two year old, so life was crazy. And I kept saying to Dave, like, you need to be home. You're gone all the time. When you're here, you're not engaged. And so we'd have this continual fight. And he'd say, I am home. I am doing this stuff. And so I was like, we are doing bad. I, he would leave the house, and I would say things like, you're leaving again tonight? Oh, fine. You know, I'll put the boys to bed by myself. Mm. I hope they remember who you are. And so I was so angry. But it, I guess it didn't click for him of how hard it was for me. And so we go on this 10-year anniversary, and I'm telling you, he really did pull out all the stops. It was romantic. <laughs> we talked. It was really wonderful. And so we go to this parking lot, and, you know, he, we pray for the church in the beginning of it. And then I could tell he had this little glint in his eye, and I thought, oh, gosh, you know, this is where he wants to go tonight. And I can't even go there. So he tries to kiss me, and, you know, I kind of pull away, and he's like, whoa, is something wrong? And I didn't want to get into it that night, and so I, I finally he kept pushing me. I finally said, well, yeah, Actually, there is something wrong. I have no feelings for you. I have nothing left. I don't even have hope that our marriage is going to make it. Wow. And um, he was shocked by that. And I thought, oh, I don't know where this is going to go. And so I was getting ready for him to get all defensive because that's our pattern. You know, yeah. it comes up, he says, no, I can, we both complain, and it never is resolved. So as I said that, for the first time, Dave really started listening, mm. and I told him that I started out so angry. My anger turned to bitterness. My bitterness turned to resentment, 
And I said, and at this point, I'm numb. I don't even care that you're gone at this point. I feel like I'm just going to do it by myself, and I don't know where to go. So I really, I was thinking Day would get so defensive, but it went somewhere totally different than I thought it would. Yeah, and I'm very interested on in this response because let's just be real. I mean, any I I, I feel like people are naive to think that marriages don't get to this point at one at yes. one season or another. If you're going to have a marriage and you're going to be married for 50, 60 years, you think every day is going to be Disneyland? I, I don't understand that mentality. My husband and I, several <laughs> years ago, we went through counseling because I was like, I don't like you right now. I just don't. I love you, but you're driving me nuts. Like we've got some things that we've got to work through. And it was because we looked honestly. This is an honest look at our marriage. I'm committed to you. I'm not going anywhere. But my goodness gracious, if you don't change, I don't know what I'm going to do. And so we we went to counseling. But the response is so important. So, Dave, here you are. Flowers, roses, parking. And she's like, I have no feelings for you. What was your response? Because this. I, I already know what it is, but tell me, tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. I think this is so great. Well, honestly, a, uh, a miracle happened because I normally would defend myself and fight back and tell her she was wrong. I was home. I actually was reaching in the back seat to pull out my, my day planner and prove to her that I was home more than she was thinking. Mm. And that's when the miracle happened. I, I literally heard the voice of God and again, not audible, but, Holy Spirit, who lives inside of me, just spoke, and he said two words, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Those those are anointed right there. It was that that direct. Do not interrupt her. Do not say, just shut up and listen. Wow. I didn't grab my day planner. I just leaned in, and I let Ann speak, and she told me what she just told you. She'd been on this journey and where we were, and then I heard God say one more word, and it was the word repent. Mm. And it's, it's really interesting. I knew in one word what God meant by repent. And, it, you know, I preached and I used the word repent. I know what it means to change your mind, change your direction. But when I heard the word repent, I knew God was saying this. This marriage will never get fixed unless I'm number one in your life. And right mm. now I am not number one in your life. And it was true. I was lukewarm. I was doing a lot of ministry for God, but leaving God in the dust. I hadn't sat with him and spent time with him. I was just going to the Bible to get a sermon so I could preach it, and people would say, you're amazing, and I just wasn't, God wasn't number one in my life. And in one word, I knew God was saying, the only way this horizontal marriage is going to work is if you go vertical and put me first. So mm. long story short, I knew I needed to do that right then and there, and I did. I told Ann, I said, you know, we need to talk, but before we do, I need to do something. You don't need to do this. I need to do this, but I need to do it right here now. And I feel like I need to be on my knees when I do it because I wanted to be my, you know, my, I want to be in full submission to my posture. I don't always pray on my knees, but I did that night in the front seat of a Honda Accord. Somehow I got on my knees and I repented and said, God, I'm putting you back in control of my life. And I'm asking you to give me the power to be the husband she deserves and the dad my kids are longing for. And I want to, I want to do marriage your way. And that's what we call vertical marriage. I want to go vertical first and help save this marriage. And I said, amen. And I turned and said, okay, let's talk. And I look and there she is on her knees. So you're telling me, Dave and, and, and you're telling me that just because you lose feelings for your spouse doesn't mean your marriage is over. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Like, like you said, <laughs> it's very, very common. That happens all the time and couples give up and I'm saying fight. It's so I mean, that's normal. Yes, I it, it drives me crazy. Well, I don't I'm not in love with him anymore. Really? Are you committed to him? You guys need to work it. You guys need to fight. You guys need to do the work. 
Don't be lazy. Do yep. the work. And that's what you did that, that night, Dave. You did the work. Um, so so from that, clearly the book is called Vertical Marriage. What is what would you define as as going vertical? What exactly does that mean? Help us understand um, why you even entitled the book that. Well, I mean, well, Ann can jump ahead, in. Dave. Ann, you want to go or you want me to go? No, go ahead. Um, I'd, act- I'd actually like both of your takes on this. Yeah, that'd be good. I, I would just simply say this. I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, I prayed a prayer and repented and our whole marriage was fixed. No, that was just the first step. And going vertical is a daily walk with God where I literally, we both literally go to him together and on our own and say, I, I can't find life anywhere else but through my walk with you. I was mm-hmm. trying to find it from Anne. I was trying to find it from my job. And it's like, no, no, no. Those are all broken cisterns. It's like I turned away from the source of living water. It's Jeremiah 2 and tried to find life somewhere else. It's like, no, 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 I got to get back to where I know life is. It's funny. I'm preaching that, but yeah. I'm not living that. And so going vertical is like a daily commitment to say, I'm going to find life in my relationship with Christ. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to discipline. I'm going to build a rhythm in my life daily. And then what we also start to do is we start to pray together as a couple daily. So we're connecting horizontal together, but we're both connecting together to God. So there's the vertical and the horizontal together. And that, that changed any, everything. We've gotten email and Facebook posts from people all around the country reading the book. And that's the first thing we did. We started praying together and it started to change everything in our, in our marriage. Mm. Wow. So Anne, what's your take on this? Well, it's so funny. When, when we were in the car and I saw Dave get on his knees, I was shocked. First, <laughs> that he could even get on his knees in a Honda Accord. <laughs> but I was instantly convicted. Wow. And if you would have asked me before that night what was the problem with our marriage, I would have said, my husband, he's the problem. And if he would just get his act together, we could be great. You know, I thought, I thought he was the problem. And so when he got on his knees, I felt God directly into my heart and I felt like he was saying Ann Wilson you have been trying to find your source of life and happiness through Dave Mm. I never made him and I never equipped him to fulfill all your needs that is my job and you've taken your eyes on me off of me and you've put them on Dave thinking he could fulfill you even that your marriage could fulfill you and so I got on my knees in the car too and I said God I really have. I've made my marriage and my husband an idol, thinking that they could bring me happiness. Mm. And I think it's really easy to do that in marriage. It's just a slip. It's just a drift, you know, from God. And where we go to him and we're asking him, God, you are the source of my life, my joy, my happiness, my purpose. And it's real easy in marriage when things are hard, you keep looking at the flaws of your spouse instead of looking at, at God who is the one who is able to bring all that we need. And and it's not that our spouse isn't needed. It's just we gradually start looking to the flaws instead of the greatness in our spouse and the greatness of God. And so that, then after that, our whole book is about how those feelings came back, what we did, because they didn't return overnight. And I think you're right, Autumn. Marriage are real highs, and they can be real lows, too, and that's normal. And God's wanting to meet us right in the middle of our pain and our joy. Mm, yeah, so good. I um, one of the things that that my husband and I learned years ago, and we're we're not veterans like you guys are, but um, God wins our arguments. God wins our fights. God, God, God wins. I, I don't win. That's he doesn't good. win. God wins. And when God wins, yep. we we win, and our and our four children win as well. 
Um, I want to I want to talk about this. I, I'm I'm dying to ask you, Dave, when you looked at your wife and said, "I just told God I would rather be dead than married to you." <laughs> <laughs> I, I let me let's just talk on that for we I don't want to run out of time. Oh man, we should have scheduled you guys for two shows because I feel like we could have talked about this forever. But that did that actually happen? I, I just told yes. God I would rather be dead than married to you. Dave, did you say that? That wasn't served with roses, probably. No, I'm a, I'm embarrassed to admit I actually said that. How <laughs> stupid can one guy be? But, I mean, it gives you an idea where we were. That was like nine or ten months in our first year, and I was so – we were fighting every day, all night, and, and the honestly got out of bed. I went to open the Word of God to say, God, I just need help. I read Paul's words where he said, to live is Christ, to die is gain. And mm. I thought, he wins. He's saying it's, <laughs> it's good to be alive, but it's even better to be with Jesus. I, I just looked up, up at the ceiling. I said, God, take me home. I'd rather be with you than with her. <laughs> oh, and, the, and, the, and the worst thing is when she came down and found me, I told her what I said, which I should have just kept that to myself. But um, the look yeah, on her I face was like, to- oh, Oh boy, I shouldn't have said that. Okay, go in. What in the world? What happened? I come, I come downstairs and I see him reading his Bible, and I'm like, "Oh, good. I'm glad he's at least doing that." And then I say, "So, what are you doing?" And he goes, "I'm just sitting here reading Paul's words to live as Christ and to die as gain." And I just told God, "I would rather be dead than to be married to you." He said it just <laughs> like that. Who says that out loud? I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he wasn't thinking. I don't know. So. Well, uh, I love. I will that. add this. Yes, go Think about this. It's funny now because we're still together. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's true. If you were there that night. You would have been like, I was feeling that desperate. Like I made the biggest decision, the biggest mistake of my life, marrying her, and we don't have any hope. And here's one thing that I can say: God really can meet you. Amen. And if you hold on and fight for your marriage and go vertical, connect. God can bring miracles out of death. He does that, and he's done that. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm telling you, there is hope. Don't ever give up hope. I love this. Okay. Um, I actually, I actually, I'm glad I brought that up because I think, I, I mean, we, anyway, I'll leave that personal story out for a lack of time, but so many couples say the worst things ever to each other. And um, this is just a real life. You guys have been married 38 years. You can overcome. You can forgive. Yep. You can move on. You can overcome. You don't have to keep harping on the same line. But I, you're right. We laugh about it now because you guys are still married and just wrote a book <laughs> on how to have a marriage like this. You know, um, I want to talk about conflict resolution for a second. Um, I think learning to fight is my husband and I, we we fight. We I'm very independent, very strong, strong, opinionated. So is he. Um, what is your thoughts on fighting and and how should you do it and what's a healthy way to do it? Well, it's interesting. We knew nothing about this and we feel like, and we're pretty passionate about this and talk about it in the book, we feel like this is one of the most important things you can do as a couple because marriages are made or broken based on how you handle conflict. Mm. And so we've been really intentional of teaching our kids how to do this. And so one of the things we did was we learned our our style of conflict. We all have different styles. There's a winner, which is what I am, like, oh, my gosh, let's get into this. A withdrawer who's like, I don't want any part of this. A yielder who will just give in for the sake of the relationship and then a resolver. So I found out very quickly that I was a total winner and Dave was a withdrawer. He would just leave the room. 
Yeah. And that would make me so angry. I'd be like, come back here and fight me like a man. (laughs) (laughs) That shows you. So that was our beginning. So we had to go a long way from there. Okay. Yeah, I was just add that, you know, when we got married, uh, I didn't know this at all, but I was a withdrawer because I watched my mom and dad fight. They're both uh, alcoholics. They ended up in divorce. And so I thought conflict was bad and you just avoid it. And over the years, I've learned you don't avoid it. It doesn't help at all. You've got to learn how to step into it and get to resolution. And that was a learning curve for both of us, but especially me. And I'm not saying we're perfect at it now, but we've learned how to roll up the sleeves, talk, listen, and really get to forgiveness, which is, you know, almost supernatural that God can give you the power to do that. But it's hard. Yeah. But it's worth the fight. And, uh, you know, you got to figure out how to do this because. Man, I was terrible. I'd walk out of the room. I'd leave the house. It's like, that really works well. <laughs> well, and I, I think, too, that we learned to not, like, some of the things we said to each other at our, the beginning of our marriage, we learned, like, never do that. Like, don't, because the sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt. That is a lie. Yeah. The words, you carry those. You maul over them. You think about it. And so we were real intentional. Intentional of not hurting one another with our words and trying to get to the root of the issues and not the surface because Satan would love to build walls between us oh, and yeah. never have anything resolved. Mm-hmm. I, um, I love this so much, but I was, I was speaking at a college last week and uh, we, we were talking about marriage and family and women's ministry and the whole thing. And I said, you need to fight. You need to fight well with your mm-hmm. spouse. And we talked about it and I had all these, um, college, college, wonderful, wonderful girls. Look at me like, what you're telling us to fight. I'm like, yes, communicate. You got to fight. Well, you got to fight wisely, but you, but you need to communicate and have some conflict resolution. So I love this. I am running out of time and I absolutely hate that I am. Um, (laughs) one of the things that you guys talk about though, in your book is sex from your blog that you just wrote, Dave, um, I, you're very pro sex and marriage. And will you give me, will you give me like a 30 second talk about sex? <laughs> One, two, three, go. There we go. I think the thing, I, first of all, I'm going to say to anyone listening that has young children and toddlers, this is the hardest phase of your marriage. So hang in there. It's so hard. But I would also say that it's really important for to understand each other in this. Um, I think for women, we can be very different in our approach where the relationship is so important and that affects our sex life. And for men, that may not necessarily be as true. Um, I love what Emerson Egrid said. He said, to Mm -hmm. get to a man's heart, you have to first go through his body. Mm. But to get to a woman's body, you first have to go through her heart. Yep. And man, we missed each other a lot. For me, the relationship is so important. And I think the part for Dave that he had to really figure out was the affection part, the love part, the communication part, all affected me, and that made me want to have sex. Mm. And I'll tell you this, one of the most attractive things a man can do is to is to walk with God. Mm. I remember one time Dave was praying. We were praying every night together um, on our knees for our kids. And I remember looking at Dave after about a week, and I said, this is like the sexiest thing you could ever do. He's like, what? What are you talking about? And, and, I, and like, I decided I'm going to become the Apostle Paul after I heard that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And, I, and I would just add this, man. I had a lot to learn what Ann said about uh, sex to a woman is really about a relationship and affection and love, and I didn't understand that. 
If, mm-hmm. if your listeners want, just go to our website, and there's a lot on there about that, DaveAnnWilson.com. It, it would be helpful to anybody, I think. Yes. Um, I hate that I'm out of town. Out of town. Out of town. I am. I'm out of town. I mean, out of time. Let me tell you to all my listeners, you guys know that we don't have guests on the show unless they're real and they talk real. And these two have done that. They will do that in this book. If you have ever heard, um, I just would rather die than be married to you or (laughs) I've lost feelings for you. And maybe you've got those toddlers and you feel like your, your communication is breaking down. You feel like you're falling out of love, which I even, that, that term makes me want to throw up coming out of my mouth. Um, I want you guys to get this book, vertical marriage, Dave and Ann Wilson, um, I, I myself have thoroughly enjoyed, um, just finding out about this book and, and learning about it. You can go to their website. Is it Dave and Is that y'all's website? I don't have it in front of me. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's either Dave and Ann or just Dave and That's uh, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay. Website. So, Dave Ann Wilson. so listeners and out there, there's no, go ahead. There's no E on the end of Ann. So, you know, okay. Or just Google them. Find, yep. find find their ministry. They do write blogs. Um, you know, they're they're both pastors. They have a lot of wisdom. I, I really know that God is for marriage. It's him that created it. And we need to save them rather than give up on them. David Ann, thank you so much for being on my show today. It has just been an honor and really fun. <laughs> thank you. I'm really so enjoyed fun. it. We'll come on anytime. Thank you. God bless y'all. Thanks. God bless y'all. And God bless you out there. You can catch me right back here tomorrow at 3 30. The Autumn Miles Show is listener-supported, and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.